Welcome to another edition of Revealing the Diamond. I'm your host, Tiago Prem Singh. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the show. If it's your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a longtime listener, thank you so much for the support. It really means a lot. This week's show is called Moments of Mental Clarity, and we talk about this week uh, symptoms and patterns and how the patterns in our lives cause the symptoms in our lives. We talk about the subconscious mind, what that means. We talk about the yogic representation or version of that in subtle yogic anatomy, which is called the arc line. We talk about how a 5% increase in mental clarity is worth it. It doesn't have to be 100%. It's all about giving your best. We talk about how practice is a pain most of the time, but is always worth it. And we go into talk about your neuroses and how it's an illusion that somehow if you if you go to your practice or if you take your medication or if you do all the things that are necessary for your mental health, that your neuroses will somehow magically go away. But rather you can create a new relationship with your neuroses that is unique to you. Your relationship to it is unique to you. And if you learn to create new patterns around it, then uh, it can become a friend, it can become a teacher, it can become a part of you uh, that will allow you to show up and serve. Uh, We talk about how those difficult or shadow parts of you are meant to be embraced and how the practice is really about learning to do that. And and it happens over time. It's not an easy process, but it's a a worthwhile process and uh, something that I found to be incredibly effective in the realm of recovery, in the realm of dealing with anxiety, in the realm of dealing with depression, and how Kundalini Yoga can help support you uh, and meditation can help support you in that process of learning to make peace with yourself. Uh, if you love the work we do, please check us out on YouTube. Kelby and I are really committed to bringing more video content and classes to you on the YouTube platform, and I've placed the link uh, in the show notes. Also, fo- give us a follow. Uh, I'm Tiago Prem on Instagram, Kelby, who does all the sound and music for me. Uh, he's uh, Kelby, the link uh, for his, it's K-E-L-B-E-Y. The link for his Instagram is also in the show notes. You can just click there. Also, uh, the Dharma Temple. If you live in Vancouver, please come check us out on Main Street or give us a follow on Instagram at the Dharma Temple. If you want to get in touch with me, you can always DM me on Instagram or you can send me an email at tiagaprem at thedharmatemple.com. Um, Last thing before we start the episode is if you love the podcast, please share it with your friends, rate it, review it on the platforms that you listen to it on so that we can get these teachings out to a broader audience. Thanks so much. Without further ado, here it is, Moments of Mental Clarity, right here on Revealing the Diamond. It's the difference between symptoms and patterns. We want to treat the symptom and not look at the pattern that caused the symptom. You understand? The pattern is really what I'm interested in in my own life. Like if I have a symptom, like I've got pain or anxiety or something, it's not just like, all right, I got some anxiety, I'm gonna take this medicine and then the anxiety goes away. That may be necessary, you know, but because I'm a yogi and an alchemist and a mystic and I'm like, all right, I got anxiety, it's been kind of a hum that's been happening in my life for a while. What are the patterns that are causing that? And then get interested in the patterns, you know, and the symptom, but put more emphasis on the pattern. Make sense? So subconscious mind is like uh, the software in the phone, you know. 
if I just if if I just had a phone that didn't have any software and it wouldn't be much good for anything. It has the technology to do stuff. It's got a touch screen. It's got a volume knob up and down. It's got a home screen. I'm speaking specifically of the iPhone. So if you're like a Android person, it's probably close to the same. But you get the general idea. And the subconscious mind is a programming. And when does most of the programming go in? Yeah, between the ages of zero and seven, most of it, you know. And how much influence does the programming have on your daily life? All of it. Yeah, you know, totally. So what happens if you got some like crummy programming? <laughs> you know, you got some pretty intense symptoms to deal with. Isn't it true? You know, and the idea is the yogis are saying that you could do something about the programming through re repetitive action. You know, whatever it is, daily sadhana, uh, change the way you talk to yourself. But it has to be experiential. It's not just positive thinking. In my experience, that doesn't necessarily work. You know, and so we use repetitive uh, movements, repetitive sound, repetitive breath to start to create new neural pathways. And in uh, Kundalini Yoga specifically, we refer to a part of the subtle anatomy that is the direct relationship to the subconscious mind, which is called the arc line. And they say that the arc line runs from earlobe to earlobe. And uh, in women who are uh, living in female bodies so that they're able to give birth and breastfeed and all those things, they have a second arc line from nipple to nipple in front of the heart. And a lot of information is stored there. And it affects the physical body. And for the woman, uh, uh, that's a blessing and a curse. It means you're incredibly intuitive. And that's why a woman is generally more inclined to stay with the child. And sometimes a man, if he's got a really messed up arc line, will run. Have you heard of the acronym FEAR? We use it in recovery, F-E-A-R. It stands for F everything and run. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a common thing with people who got a lot going on in their arc line. It's like, whoa, there's way too much going on here. And off you go and start again. But, you know, you heard the expression, no matter where you go, there you are. It starts happening again. You find yourself in the same relationship with a different person. So the woman has two arc lines, so they're able to store a lot more energetic information, which is amazing, but also can be quite challenging because you've got more to hold on to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the arc line runs from ear to ear, and it can be uh, cleared. I'll share a little bit of this Yogi Bhajan talking about it. Uh, it guides and controls your aura, or your energetic field. It was given as a shield. It's for your, for your protection. Your arc line should alert you. It produces your destiny, and destiny creates its parallel, which is fate. It is the strength of your arc line by which you live. The strength of your body, your strength of doing, and your strength of projection lie uh, in your arc body. The arc line tells you about circumstances uh, in the distant. For example, you are running out of good fortune and a bad event is coming your way. That's what he said. 
So it's your ability to sense. And I spoke about it this week, if you've been in class, about how you're sort of running two sound currents or radio stations or frequencies. I mean, you're running more than that. But generally, if we were to generalize it, there's like channel one and channel two. Imagine that you could flip like on a ham radio from channel one and channel two. And channel one is incredibly loud. Like you said, all, it influences all of it. It's a big one. It's, you know, where you store all of your stories. This happened to me, so this is what the way it's going to go. It's where you store all of the thought patterns. It's logic. It's reason. It's the ability to survive. It's adrenaline. It's all of those things. And if you look at the society that we live in, it is influenced primarily by channel one. You know, who's right, who's wrong, the you know, need to win, that kind of thing. Two-dimensional thinking that sort of thing. And that's where if you uh, don't have any access to channel two, then you've got a lot of noise going on. And that creates anxiety, stress, symptoms like that. And then channel two, which is incredi incredibly quiet, the yoga would call like intuition, or the ability to hear dharma. You know, everybody is born with a purpose, this is the idea. And in order to hear that, you gotta get quiet. And in order to get quiet, you have to have some kind of regular practice. Because every single person I've worked with in the 20 years that I've been practicing meditation, trying to teach them something about meditation, every person says the same thing when you start. I can't meditate. Why? Because my mind's too busy. Everyone says the same thing. They're just stuck on channel one. And channel two, in order to get there, you have to go through channel one which means that you're sifting through a whole bunch of nonsense in order to get there. That's what makes Kundalini Yoga so effective. Nobody's done a Kundalini Yoga class and they're like, oh, well, that was a delightful experience. It's a pain in the ass. It really is. Because you're sifting through channel one and you're like, he said channel two's in there somewhere and if I just keep my arms up and do the breath, we'll get there. But I'm, I have my doubts. <laughs> you know. But through repeating it over and over and over, in my own experience, I have moments of clarity. And it's about, you know, 5% of the practice. But that 5% is wor really worth it. You know? And so because it's that 5%, every time I go to practice, you know, 95% of the time I don't feel like it. I don't. You know, who wants to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and take a cold shower? Nobody. You know? and then start doing some of the practices. But, you know, you, you could ask my wife about it. Like, does she, do, ask her which version she prefers, the one that gets up in the morning and does the sadhana, and the, or the one who doesn't. She'll tell you straight up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, the point is that it works. The point is, is that you have the capacity to clear some of those things. And by the way, your neuroses won't go away. Like some people want to get rid of it. Like, oh, if I could just get rid of my anxiety. That doesn't happen. What does happen, though, is you create a new relationship with the anxiety. And what seemed like a big monster before becomes like a friend. You know, like, oh, there's anxiety again. And you can sit down and reason with it rather than be controlled and manipulated by it. Which is a great blessing. Same with the addiction and recovery. You know, like I'm a sober person. I love being a sober dad. I love having a sober life. It means a lot to me, you know. But I don't want to get rid of my addiction. 
because it's my addiction that allows me to do what I do. I couldn't sit here and teach anything if I didn't have that. I mean, who wants to go to class with a teacher who's like, everything my, in my life is fine and it's always been fine. You're like, uh, yeah, that's bullshit. I think I'm gonna find somebody else, you know? And in my experience, most of the teachers who have inspired me in my life throughout history have had hard lives. Nobody's like, oh yeah, you know, I just wake up and have brunch and then sit by the pool <laughs> and then, you know, I go to bed and have a martini and life is great. I mean, those, I, I've never had a teacher like that, you know. Yogi Bhajan always used to joke about, he's like, look at the teachers that influenced the world over time. He's like, they killed Jesus. Muhammad never had a good day in his life. And he goes on and on and on. So if you're having hard times, you know, there's a blessing in that. But it's hard to see it, isn't it? Hmm. But once you get you know, a little further down the line, then you can see it. If you do some work with it, you know, it's like, it's like difficult people, like the difficult student in the class or something. I heard this story from my teacher, Guru Singh. They opened this uh, school in India in the 1980s. I've been there to visit. And so the kids go away from the family and they live in India and they learn to play music and they learn to teach yoga and they learn also about academics and all of those things. And when they first started the school, they had a couple of problem, problem students and the person in charge was like an ex-military guy from the U.S. And they built like these kind of like cells where they would send the like bad kids when they were misbehaving and put them in the cells. And Yogi G, when he went to see the school, he was like, what the hell is this? This is not allowed. He said, those students are the ones with the incredible gifts. They don't need to be punished. You better find a way to manage that because it's intelligence that you're just, you don't know how to move the energy. You know, you understand? It's not something to be squashed. And that's a challenge. Like the difficult parts in you are not something to get rid of. It's something to be embraced. And the practice, in my experience, can show you how to do that. Because the other side of, this is all about asking my family about my past. Because I was going to say, if you asked my mom when I was a teenager, if she thought that I would do this for a job, like have a spiritual center and travel around the world and teach people about this and teach recovery, she would have laughed in your face. You know, because I was a severe pain in the ass, big time, you know. And I've been a criminal, and I've been a thief, and I've been all of those things, and an addict, and, you know, and I'm thankful for every single one of those aspects of myself, because I learned how to work with it. And this is how, what we're going to do today. And you can clear the arc line, and then you don't have to get rid of this stuff, you can just learn to work with it. Well, there you have it. Some moments of mental clarity. Thanks so much for tuning in to the episode. Uh, we got a lot of exciting things coming up in the fall. We've got the Aquarian Luminosity training program starting at the Dharma Temple. We've got a retreat on Bowen Island for the Equinox, which is going to be incredible. Um, and all kinds of other things happening with uh, regards to maybe even new Dharma temples opening. Stay tuned for more information about that. If you want to see more videos uh, uh, with classes and that sort of thing, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Give us a subscribe there. Follow us on Instagram. Everything you need to know about that is in the show notes. 
Uh, we've got video coming out soon from the Yogi Bhajan class, so that'll be up on YouTube soon as well as uh, more info and more content right here on the podcast platform. So thanks again for tuning in. Go out there, serve, love, create. Satnam.